Howdy folks, I'm Nim Jickles and this is the Ain't That A Bitch Podcast Episode 6. I'm back in my basement, home sweet home. Honestly, this is a less comfortable uh, recording position than on Johnny's bed at a uh, band camp. Uh, that said, it's definitely a lot better to be back now. I'm a lot less sick, um, considerably more stable up in the brain and down in the bodies. Uh, all that good stuff. Still sick, believe it or not. Um, so this is a week later. <coughs> the episode you guys will be getting today is from when I was in band camp. And it's, you know, been actually over a week because I recorded that one a day early. Uh, or a couple days early. So it's been over a week now. Still not 100%. Uh, despite the efforts of Chinese medication, which of which I've been taking a lot. Uh, but I'm better. Not back to 100%. Still got uh, my Kleenex with me. It's funny. I think the episode before last, I had Kleenex with me because I was sick, but it was a different sick. I got over that and then immediately got a fever again. Oh, my parents think it might have been flu or something, but whatever. Every winter, I basically get sick for the entire uh, season. And then in the summer, I get sick or allergies or something for the entire season. Fall and spring are like a toss-up, you know? (laughs) It's like, I don't know. If it gets too warm, my body revolts. If it gets too cold, my body doesn't like that either. I just can't decide... I'm just completely falling apart physically at this point, and we talked about, we touched on it a little bit, but, like, the fact that I wasn't even concerned at the start of last last week's episode was because literally at night, sometimes if I stay up too late, my temples will just start to hurt, and, like, everything from my jaw up will just start being sore for some reason. I got some issue, I think it was, it's one of those things caused by, like, grinding your teeth too much or something, is one of those things... Uh, where my jaw is just sore sometimes for no reason and sometimes I can't eat certain foods like uh, crunchy hard things like crackers or chips will just hurt when I try and bite <laughs> like that kind of stuff it just blows my mind that my body can be that wrong uh, you know like going downstairs sometimes my knees just start to creak if I, if I try and squat down I can just hear and go pop Um, just that kind of stuff. It's like, I'm too young for this. I'm 15. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't have these issues yet, but I do still, still not as bad as Rami. Apparently, uh, again, we talked about this last week, but not properly. Uh, Rami, evidently the guy's got like every kind of lung issue possible. Basically everything that's going to make his life difficult to breathe, which is, a really important part of your life usually you know he's got like asthma and then he had some issue with his lungs and then apparently there's a high chance he gets cancer or something i guess it's in the family uh so that's pretty great glad i don't have those issues but i would like to not have my joints popping all the time would be nice yeah anyways uh can't complain glad to be back more or less to normal uh, my brother, I gave my brother whatever I had, so, you know, sucks to be him. Same with Isaac, you know, sucks to be him. Uh, <coughs> that's what's nice about being the start of some kind of sickness, or getting it first, 
it's it's always nice to watch other people get what you had after you've already gotten better. Because then it's their problem, right? And you got it done and over with. So I'm happy for that. Uh, anyways, been back home for some time now, and uh, man, things kind of boring. Black Widow teaser drop though, that was neat. Um, I'll be honest, did not recognize the guy in that trailer. So if you don't know, uh, or if you haven't seen it, you should probably go watch the Black Widow, the teaser trailer for the Black Widow movie. So uh, in it, what we got, uh, we we start out with some lines of Black Widow from like Endgame or something. And and it well it looks like that we're seeing her in a time in between Infinity War and Endgame to me, right? That makes sense. I think so. Well, regardless, uh, yeah, yeah, she's got like the dyed hair. It's halfway between. So, anyways, looks like you know I guess after the snap, everyone or half of everybody's dead, and then she decides, well, what makes sense to do now? Go tie up some loose ends with family. I don't really know how she figures out that you know the half the people that died, none of them happen to be the people that she's gonna go look for. I don't know. I I don't know the premises. It's only a teaser trailer. But, uh, you know, it's interesting. I thought it was going to be a further back prequel, like an origin story Black Widow thing. And it may be that it may end up being like, I don't know, like a Wonder Woman type, type deal where they do like flashback. Well, Wonder Woman, the whole thing was a flashback, so that doesn't count. But it might like go back a bunch to the past and then be mixing with I really have no idea maybe I'm totally wrong maybe prequels just spent before Endgame but regardless well obviously because she's dead after Endgame so I don't know why you would even need to say that but um it looked interesting I'm not huge into like Black Widow as a character so I don't really recognize I know about the Red Room I know about that and then they had flashbacks uh teasing that already in Age of Ultron um, but I don't recognize any of the people she's with. I, I get that it's like family in the symbolic sense where they were like trained at the same place. I don't know who the old dude is. I don't know what his like captain communist outfit is all about. I don't know what that means. Um, one thing I, I noticed I mentioned to my friend when we were discussing it, uh, something to point out. So Natasha Romanoff, she's Russian, of course. Um, they really tried to make her like as Russian as possible, like her name and then her dad's name is apparently Ivan. Like, can't really get more Russian than that. But uh, but of course she has no accent because canonically in the comics she doesn't have the accent because that's kind of part of the deal is she's trained to be a, you know a super assassin spy killer person, so you can't just be going around with your natural accent. So she whatever got training, she lost the accent. She can probably speak like she's from wherever and she just does american because she's with shield uh all the other people in the movie don't have the same thing if they're trained in the same place you would think that they got the same deal but nope all russian all super russian with russian accents i don't know i guess if they stayed in russia it wouldn't really be an issue but it just seemed kind of odd to me i also do wonder if they're gonna go with the thing of um uh, I'm fairly certain in the comics there's a thing where Black Widow was like got some was in some way uh, enhanced. 
she was like in some way they stuck something there that made her live for a long time or something like that so slowed down her body's deterioration or something so she's like actually really old uh, or at least has been around way longer than like Hawkeye or some of the other guys so I don't know if that's a thing I I, I swear it's, it was a thing in the comics but I don't know if they're gonna go there in the movies um make it I guess a little more interesting change things up a bit anyways of course biggest thing been kind of working around taskmaster it's confirmed right for the villain at least one of the villains might end up being a crossbone situation which would be too bad but uh i'm excited i'm a big fan of taskmaster i think he's pretty cool and uh has a neat neat little kind of story with him i like that he's versatile i like those kinds of villains like claw and uh and like uh what's his face well anyways i like those kinds of villains that are kind of more down to earth you know they're not the low-key ultron level guys of like we're basically gods and we're gonna try and rule the world it's just like i'm an arms dealer i'm gonna try and rule you know one city uh which is nice because you then that for zero that's i mean that's why spider-man is so popular it's he can fight these villains that are still really compelling and interesting and like but that like what are they gonna do on a big scale i mean that was the whole subplot of like spider-man homecoming is iron man being like you fight the little guy like these guys are below our pay grade they're not avengers level threats (laughs) right and then again the whole deal with uh far from home was again just like some rando guy with some technology being like we're gonna be with the big boys we're gonna hit the big leagues but no it's like you're spider-man level which is great but um then with this it's even better because you know uh, let's face it black widow and hawkeye have always kind of been a little out of their league in avengers level movies it's like what are you gonna do uh i I don't really get why hawkeye gets all the slack because honestly actually i think it was a cinema sense made has made several jabs at the scene the first a group shot in Avengers when they're all land in New York and and it does a circle shot and showing you know all the Chitari entering the city and it's got in that shot like a uh, Black Widow just uh, load like loading up her pistol and it's like and they've made fun of that so many times of like oh yep better load your pistol that one bullet could save you from the entire alien army coming to destroy the earth it's like yeah that's kind of goofy i mean other than that what's her skill set it's like martial arts great i mean she's really she's badass she's awesome that's great i like her character a lot but you know Air of ultron has done a lot to try and like develop hawkeye's character and all that and, and then further in in game and yeah he hasn't always been the most compelling like i know a lot of people didn't like age of ultron so it doesn't really help and then he just this was completely out of infinity war so it's like marvel's trying to diss him and then but then he came, comes back in in game and he gets kind of the ronin arc but then they cut that short too by the way i think there's gonna be a hawkeye show if not it makes perfect sense a hawkeye ronin show um what i was suggesting is uh they get uh kate bishop you know people have been talking about her i think coming in phase four now i was i've been thinking it would make a lot of sense for her to come in like ahsoka style in the hawkeye show or ronin whatever they say to call it um and then die before the end of it because that would just be like another thing to add to 
Hawkeye's like fuck everything kind of <laughs> kind of like ideal of the world come in game time um anyways i'm getting sidetracked my point is hawkeye he's nothing special true it's just he's just a normal guy but the bow and arrow thing in situations where you're fighting like alien armies and, and robot armies and such the bows and arrows are more useful than a gun. I mean, like, he's got the tactical, whatever, exploding incendiary special arrows. Like, some of those are pretty cool. He can do some cool stuff. Um, sure, from that, from a standpoint, it's in itself not very realistic. It'd be like, this little thing, it's like one centimeter in diameter, and it's just gonna, like, send out an EMP that has a range of, like, a kilometer. It's like, it's not really believable, but at the same time, this is already, like, a comic universe. Meanwhile, Black Widow, it's like, really, what are you gonna do? Like, is a hammer fist to, like, a fucking titanium robot skull gonna do anything? She's got her fists and she's got a gun. They, She's got the Widow's Bite, which I guess comes later, I think. Was that, I don't know if that was an Ultron, Nose and Civil War. Might have been introduced then, which is neat. Again, what's it going to do? It's like a taser, you know? It's like, ah, no rape. No means no. What's, does Ultron care about that, though? Not so much. Meanwhile, Exploding Arrow, it's a, dude, he took down the fucking helicarrier with that thing. Almost. Oh, God, let's just show some love for Hawkeye, guys. Anyways, but that said, coming back to Black Widow really can't do much like in the final fight in the new york battle in avengers basically they had to write her into relevance because um i guess the writers in their excitement of like this is an avengers this is the biggest like superhero thing cinematic superhero thing in decades and it's like uh did you guys forget that you literally got have scarlett johansson in your cast and she's just getting wasted because her character is literally useless in this fight like all right she yeah she costs a lot of money we should probably use her for something anyways so then they gave her the role of like jabbing the stick into the reactor whatever thing that was oh, keeping the portal open to let the chitauri in okay that's great gives her something to do it's kind of forced like i'm fine with that being a thing it makes thematic sense because you wouldn't want to be like hey hulk why don't we just take you out of this battle because someone's got to close the portal but like hawkeye could have done that too but they had hawkeye in the battle he would his thing was they got him up on like a building or whatever so he could be like eyes in the sky and stuff that's his whole deal what would black widow do in that situation what like if they got hawkeye to go stab the thing what is she gonna do like stand on the ground and just shoot her pistol it's ridiculous I, look no hate for black widow great character lover not really any more useful than hawkeye realistically speaking anyways anyway i get it it's a movie like whatever um that said taskmaster reason i love him as a villain is he can fight pretty much anyone like he's gone up he's gone head to head with uh spider-man deadpool now it's gonna be black widow which i don't think was ever really a thing but kind of works um again it's just like that's his he can go against pretty much anyone from shield could have been like an agents of shield villain if they ever cared about that movie or show uh but then he can also go like tete-a-tete with uh i guess iron man i think at one point and you know I mean, I already said Deadpool, so that's up there. But whatever, he's 
he's enough he's intriguing enough as a character but also like vulnerable enough that you can just have some fun beating the shit out of him again same with claw it's like he's kind of fun to hang around for the start of uh the black panther you know give you some action start and then again crossbones same deal but like then what are you gonna do with him except you know when they put him in a black widow solo movie or whatever she's got her team of russian spies um then he can be the main villain for the whole movie because it's not like black panther where if he actually fought claw one-on-one it wouldn't even be a battle uh, but in this case, you know, Black Widow is Housemaster, same as Black Widow and Crossbones. Like, they can actually fight each other one-on-one. Hell, even Captain America was almost killed by Crossbones. That being said, what's the deal? Like, Cross... Uh, not Crossbones, sorry, Taskmaster. What, what, is, what are they doing? I mean, I know a lot of people have talked about this already, and by the time this comes out, it'll be old news, but come on he's like he's has an iconic look for such a side villain character you know it's like and it's a really simple iconic look okay it's a white skull mask with a white hood on i know he got changed around a little bit and they might be going more for that look in the movie uh but in some later comics he got something a little different but the skull thing's always there and the white skull looks so much better with the yellow eyes and like the white hood is badass and then he's got like all some you know combat whatever gear stuff on but basically it's a white hood with the white skull mask is what's iconic and then they made him like blue and black in the in the movie or something at least that's what they've shown they might totally change it up they might it might be like some temporary gear they might be a setup to whatever my you know i have no idea who knows right now though just kind of looks like a weird biker like with anger management issues not so much crossbones so hoping they fix that up a little bit in whatever way that they decide to do it's marvel i don't know but like i said i've already been uh somewhat anxious about going in going into uh marvel phase four movies uh yeah i really hope this is gonna be a good good one to start start things off that being said guys we're going like with russians and stuff right that's that's whole thing so far we can we get can we get crimson dynamo please (laughs) like i'm pretty sure he's an iron man villain but come on iron man's run his run his course we know that crimson dynamo cold war not cold war wasn't really a thing because the way that the marvel timeline the marvel cinematic timeline ended up working out we he's got a second chance now it'd be fun I don't know too much about the guy. Whatever. Seems like he could put up a little more of a fight than Taskmaster. That said, still super excited for Taskmaster. I think it's just going to be interesting. Um. Anyways, kind of stretched that one out. I guess moving on. By the way, uh, if you guys are surprised, then I don't know what for. It's your own fault. I warned you. I've warned you from episode one. This is going to be it. Like Marvel talk, Disney talk, like Star Wars talk, some shit like that that's gonna be the whole show that's it it's like 80 percent of what i talk about normally anyway so if you're getting me to talk for an hour and a half like a week you know if i run out of topics or something that's what i'm gonna default to 
which speaking of like i don't even know if there's anything else coming out if there's any other movies or anything else like that let's just i stopped watching movie trailers since i got an ad blocker you know that's basically i used to see them on youtube sometimes stopped watching cable television years ago so where else am i gonna it's just kind of what happens uh but i'm fine with that i I've been watching a lot less trailers. I said this with, with Aiden. No, sorry. I said that was on the episode that you guys are never going to see. So it doesn't matter. I can say it again. Yeah. But anyways, I've stopped watching trailers a lot. Um, When I talked about this before, it was like when It Part 2 was coming out and uh, Rise of Skywalker trailer was a whole deal. I never really talked about that because, again, that's lost forever. Um, So I guess I'll go over it. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker stuff. You are, you know, not gonna watch it in theaters. Not don't. I'm not watching any of the trailers. I just don't want to know. I don't want it. I'm gonna watch it eventually. I'm probably gonna try and pirate it not too long after it comes out. You know, whenever a somewhat decent watchable quality pirate comes out of it. But I just don't. I don't. The trailers are have been recently uh, exposing a little too much with these things. But also. Like, I just don't care for some of them. And, and I feel like if I watch them, I mean, I'm just, I might just want to watch it less, which I don't want to do. I don't. So I just avoid that stuff. I'm fine with not watching trailers, but I do want to know when they come out. Just be, especially again with Marvel stuff. It's like, a, okay, this thing's coming out soon. That's good. That's good to know. Um, so I guess I, I should be trying to follow uh movie trailers a little more closely i occasionally what i do is like every month or so i just go on youtube and watch one of those most anticipated movies of whatever the year is and then i just watch that and that's what i and and i just get a bunch of trailers for that stuff so speaking of actually from that i got the trailer for that (laughs) movie that i know is coming out is that movie spies in disguise uh will smith Apparently, Will Smith has entered, like, a Jeff Goldblum level of acting where just, like, every five to six years he comes out of, like, whatever hole he hibernates in is in, like, two or three movies and then goes back to hibernating. And then and that's all he has to do. Uh, but Will Smith is going to be a, a spy that, that turns into a pigeon, which I guess was probably a thrown-out idea from a boardroom meeting for, like, Men in Black 4 or something. And they were like, I'm going to make an animated movie about it. So it's Will Smith as a pigeon, and his friend is Tobe, not Tobe, what am I saying? Tom Holland, uh, who's really just in it because he was Spider-Man. Like, no offense, I think he, the guy's a great actor, but like, I mean, give him a British role, please. It's going to be like a Benedict Cumberbatch thing or whatever. All his roles, they're just going to get him to do, like, the American accent because, like, this is Spider-Man. People recognize this as Spider-Man. But I, I want people to act like... I, I, I get a little uncomfortable when pe- actors act constantly with an accent, especially when it's an American accent because, like, Hollywood, you guys, you don't own everything entertainment-wise. You leave, leave the good actors for some other people. We, we need a few more British actors, good, like actors who are for british movies because right now there's like the ones in game of thrones the ones in harry potter the ones in both and then that's pretty much it it's like that plus two other people that's really all i got going from hollywood's already trying to steal benedict cumberbatch like they made sherlock and they're like he no he's ours now 
we're taking them from you. <laughs> and then they did, so then they did like uh, the Hobbit and uh, that World War Two movie. I that might have been British, I guess. Uh, the Imitation Game. If you haven't watched that, that's a pretty underrated Benedict Cumberbatch movie where he's actually British. Uh, but like the mathematician dude that made the computer that um helped them solve uh, the Nazis enigma for their codes or whatever. It's actually pretty interesting. Anyways, then they made, but yeah, they just made Doctor Strange, whatever, all all that stuff. And then at this point, Hollywood's like, Ben Cumberbatch is ours now. You don't get to have him. Uh, basically like what they did with Jackie Chan to China. Moving on. I still don't really have anything else to talk about, but there is something that I started to get into on an earlier episode that I never got to finish. Uh, so I'll go back to that conversation, which is spawned from when I, when I was talking to my younger brother. Uh, still ties into Marvel because I can't talk about anything else. But we were just talking about, uh, well, I guess to preface, a lot of people have... Uh, well, issues with, like, Marvel's, uh, the MCU's villains, you know? And it's true, some of them have not been the greatest. And at the end of the day, a lot of them, it's just kind of by virtue of the comics, they ended up just being, like, a color-swapped version of the hero, you know? I think Ant-Man and, uh, uh, what's his face? Fuck. Yellow Jacket, yeah, Ant-Man and Yellow Jacket, Black Panther and, uh, you know, Killmonger. Iron Man and Ironmonger. Ooh, the names are real creative, too. Um, Iron Man and Whiplash. Whiplash was a little different. He was Russian. But then, like, at the same time, it was just an arc reactor-powered suit of armor. Um, Aldrich Killian, a little different. Still disappointing. Mandarin would have been great. They made a show about that guy. But, like, yeah, anyway. Apparently, it's going to be a thing. They got that. They do have a movie or a show or something coming uh, with like fuck bitch and the tin rings i don't remember her name whatever um so i guess that might get into the actual mandarin hope hope hopefully dude i'm still just waiting for fin fang foom to be in the mcu never gonna happen whatever so that was a little disappointing and then you got like i mean captain america and winter soldier pretty literally everyone just has a super soldier serum at this point like by this point in the marvel comic universe i'm pretty sure every character has like some version of the captain america serum so that's a thing um red skull not 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 really a lot of connections between red skull and captain america as characters so that works um Still not a great movie in the end. It ended up being a lot of the stronger MCU movies had some of the weaker villains, which is too bad. Except like Avengers, the first one. Loki, solid villain, solid movie. A lot of hate, like I was saying earlier, for Avengers Age of Ultron. I personally enjoyed the movie quite a lot. It's definitely not as good as the first one, but it wasn't terrible. Villain, I thought was great. I thought Ultron was fantastic. A lot of people weren't a fan. Whatever, I don't know personal preference anyways what was i saying loki and thor still a great villain not not a great movie uh thor the dark world what uh, whatever forget that movie um but anyways i guess oh yeah hulk abomination it's like they're the same anyways they're even the same color it's just like slightly darker uh so villains 
not like the most, not always the greatest. Their best villains, people, characters like Claw, usually just kind of got killed off. Or like Loki, couldn't die. Um, but that being said, I think I think the YouTube channel Full Fat Videos, which if you haven't uh, heard of them or seen them, they got re- uh, they got a little big with the rise of these reviews of movies, especially Marvel and Star Wars movies, which has of course been a really big platform for people lately. I like their stuff. It's like pretty thoughtful and well thought out. You know, they're not just like rage or rant channels or just yell about their opinions on whatever they really go into the making of a movie and think about like all the the process that went into it you know how there's a writer who affected the way things happen there's an actor who affected the way they portrayed things there's a director who you know it's not just like one person's fault anyways i like their videos they mention at some point um or i think they have a video on i think it's them uh on how Guardians of the Galaxy's weak villain, you know, Ronan, not the most threatening or compelling of villains, uh, but how his weakness as a villain makes actually is one of the reasons why the movie works, because of course it's still a great movie regardless, because it lets you have more of the focus on the team developing, you know, the protagonists. And then, of course, uh, Guardians 2, which also uh, I think gets a little more hate than it deserves. Um, again, not as good as the first one, doesn't make it a bad movie also has a better villain you know ego provides an actual threat and is also like a intriguing character himself just being you know quill's father and stuff they throw a little bit of away because like quill never really gets he gets like that bond of he's my dad i love him and then like immediately throws it away once he switches over to like full evil mode which is kind of an issue that some marvel villains have but whatever he was good up to that point. Kurt Russell, phenomenal actor. Love the guy. So anyways, that was something that was interesting to me. But really, like, all I have to say is that Marvel villains, like, as bad as they get, not worse than, not worse than DC. Like, come on, I'm sorry. And I started saying this in uh, that last episode that that you guys aren't going to get. So I guess I can run back through it when I I was talking with Aiden about it and how, uh, DC gets a lot of, a lot of DC fans have their thing of like, yeah, well the, the, the movies aren't great, but come on, they got better comics. They have better animated shows, better video games. And it's like, okay, you're mostly right. I will give them that their anime shows are generally better. Um, Marvel hasn't been very ambitious in that area, so you can't really make comparison. Video games, never really played a lot. I heard a lot of good things about uh, Injustice, so I'm sure it's good. Really, the only thing I have for comparison is like the Lego Marvel games and the uh, Lego Avengers games, which I think are great, but whatever. That's totally different. Uh, so I don't know about that stuff. Comic-wise, I was unfortunately born at a time where I'm a little bit late to get into comics, which I think is unfortunate because I, I think a lot of them are very interesting and well-made. Uh, and the movies, you know, with being born at the perfect time to watch Marvel movies and DC movies if I wanted to, uh, which I don't. But being born at that time, I... Uh, I can't really get into it because it's just the thing of 
like oh this is one plot line it's like 80 comics long you know it's like oh this such and such volumes each with this many issues and it's like i where do you even start you know you can't you can't just go to a comic store anymore and be like i want the first one <laughs> like like i want the first one with this character i want captain america the first comic like you can't just th- that shit is like whatever you find those at like collectors shops pawn shops not comic shops so that's unfortunate you know i got some hand-me-downs from some of my uncles that were in the comics uh back in their day and they all had girls so i get all that stuff which is nice and uh you know they're fun to read through and just look at like ah, this is where it came from but uh that you, you can't there's no story that you can follow like they're just they're so short and it's so little and such so, so little space and you just you need like eight books to get like any kind of coherency out of it so that's unfortunate but i don't know you make do with what you can that said i do like okay this is gonna be the worst thing like that i have ever talked about doing on this podcast which is saying a lot and that is in my spare time, sometimes I will literally just go on to, uh, like the Marvel fan wiki and just read wiki pages about characters or plots. <laughs> well, I don't know. Whatever. I do that. I'm a nerd. I know that. And I just want to know more about this stuff. So I, I, I just go on like Wikipedia or whatever and read about that stuff. So I'm fine with that. Um, but anyways, I do that so I can find out more about some of these characters. But sometimes you don't even have to go that far. So as a, what I was trying to get to, I got totally sidetracked. But like a lot of DC fans, and it's fine if you're a fan of DC, but they try and defend like, yeah, the movies are bad, but it doesn't mean Marvel's better than DC. But like even disregarding the movies, yeah, yeah, it is. DC is worse than Marvel. Like there's just no denying it. And it's as simple as just the characters. Now, look, I don't know a whole lot about DC characters. and But basically what I hear is it's actually not that different from the movies, which is, you know, if you watch any DC movies, like if, if you watch a good uh, volume of them, you probably are at the point where you're aware the only good DC movies, the only good really recent DC movies are maybe Wonder Woman. It was all right. Aquaman was bearable and the dark knight like the second one the dark knight that's pretty much it the dark knight trilogy people like love you like the dark knight let's face it batman begins was passable dark knight rises was just weird the dark knight great movie phenomenal movie don't i have no idea what happened to the rest of that universe like it's one thing to be like one good movie how was the rest of the trilogy so bad i mean that's like the pre star wars prequels you know revenge of the sith great movie in every capacity like comedic meme ability but also it's just a good movie it's emotional and has good action one and two i just like you can't sit through them uh so one movie out of a trilogy being good what like one good movie out of a terrible trilogy understandable one good movie out of an entire universe is a bit much and it's not the worst thing is it's not even canon Batman, I don't, he doesn't even get a movie. There's like, 
look, I get upset about these things when things are so simple and easy, but then people making the corporate decisions decide to make it hard, okay? I talked about this with Mandalorian last week. There's, like, been, like, seven Batman actors. There's been, like, six different movie series and, like, shows, and, like, a hundred animated shows. There's been, like, I don't know the order, but there's been the George Clooney Batman, like Tim Burton. I think Tim Burton's Batman was, I think, Michael Keaton. Like, they've had big actors doing that. Uh, Christian Bale was the Dark Knight. And then Ben Affleck was uh, is, is the canon one. There's been so many Batman actors for so many different Batman series. The actual Justice League DCEU canon doesn't have a Batman movie. They just skipped it. It was like... It was like Marvel doing another Spider-Man movie, okay? Which, by the way, people talk about Spider-Man getting overused. Oh, there's three Spider-Man series. There's like seven Batman series, okay? And all of them are pretty bad, let's face it. Except the one movie, there, are Dark, Dark Knight. And yet, and yet, they're like, we're going to get Ben Affleck as Batman. But it's like Marvel going, okay, now we're going to do our own Tom Holland Spider-Man. And everyone's already seen all the other Spider-Man movies. So we're going to cut out the origin story, just get right into post-Civil War Spider-Man. It's like, I'm already Spider-Man doing Spider-Man things. Except DC took that one like, we're going to cut out the entire movie with Batman and just get right into Batman versus Superman. Even though we've never had a previous interaction. There was never the Nick Fury moment. There was never the Batman movie where like the put with the post credit scene or whatever, the news story, like in the background of Superman, you know, saves millions, but hundreds of thousands die hero or villain. And then like to introduce anything. We have no idea that Batman exists in the <coughs> Man of Steel universe. But then he's just ready to fight him? Batman vs. Superman is a terrible movie for so many more reasons than that. But that makes me upset because The Dark Knight was a great movie and they cut it out of the can. <coughs> was there any reason to? The end of the Dark Knight trilogy, I don't remember because all of Dark Knight Rises is a haze. But he's still Bat. Well, he might have dropped that thing. But he's Batman. Like, he survives, right? That was the whole thing was like, oh, no, he dropped the atomic bomb, but he's harder to kill than Superman. He's still alive at the end, drinking coffee or something. Fine, he's still alive. Why did they just cut him out? And then the, there's no reason to do it. It doesn't make any sense, but they did it because the DCU sucks. DC Comic Universe, is it much better? I don't know. But from what I've... From what little research I have done, it seems to follow a very similar trend. Like the Batman Joker, the Joker is a super compelling character and made the new Joker movie, by the way. He got his own movie, okay? Even freaking Harley Quinn's getting her own movie. And that's with how bad Suicide Squad did. But are the rest of the characters that good? Superman is almost more compelling in the movies than he is in the comics because he actually dies in the movie. Superman, yeah, I know he dies and then there's a return or whatever, revival of Superman. And it probably happens a hundred times. I don't care. Death of Superman, whatever. It's all meaningless. Superman in the comics is just completely unkillable. He gets to the point where he's literally a god. He has no weaknesses except kryptonite, which basically becomes obligatory. Like, at this point in the comics, if you were to read one now. 
he gets just gets more and more powerful every comic they write about him he's like solar powered now and he's got a thing like it's just jack shit crazy he like uh, he can absorb there's a certain type of sun that makes him gay that's a real thing i swear to god you can look it up there's like if he like gets the power of like a pink dwarf sun or something he becomes gay superman Look, nothing can kill him or at this point even hurt him. He's faster than the Flash, which makes it completely pointless of having a super speed guy on your superhero team who's slower than the guy who's just everything. He can he has ice breath. Why? Why? Cuz he can. He has the laser eyes. He has all the most generic superpowers which make no sense except like Flight and super strength, I guess those make sense. Laser eyes are only a thing because of Superman. Why would you shoot laser beams out of your eyes of all places? Nothing comes out of your eyes. That's like a ancient Greece times thought. We already, like, this is 8th grade science. Shit goes in your eyes, not out. Ice breath, completely random. Is he sub-zero? No. Why does he do it? The super hearing thing, literally one of his abilities is being invulnerable. The invincible Iron Man is more vincible than the just everything Superman. Why does he have the super hearing thing? Like, it's one thing. Look, and there's no gauge for it. It's just like, it's literally as powerful as the that storyline needs him to be is how powerful he is, okay? It's literally like... In the original comics, when he first became a character, it was like, oh no, a person like halfway across the city is in danger. How will Superman get there on time? Well, he's good thing he's got super hear- hearing. So like, you know, when the generic damsel in the stretch is going, help, help Superman, he can hear it all the way from his whatever office in uh, the Daily Planet. By the way, the superhero from Marvel Comics works for a, a newspaper, newspaper, what do they call it? The Daily Bugle totally random because newspapers are have random names like whatever uh fucking superman works for uh works for a newspaper what do they call it the daily planet the entire fucking planet's news is on this paper apparently like that's not realistic all right like people people make fun of marvel for being like oh dc's got all these like different cities where their superheroes come from and it's like marvel has new york that's it yeah, but that's because it's realistic. New York is a real place where shit happens. Like, the world building is realistic. The character building is realistic. None of the characters are fucking able to do anything. Except, like, cosmic beings. But if you get to that level, celestials and cosmic beings, there's other cosmic beings and celestials to counter them. With Superman, what do you have? Fucking, okay, a character called Dark Side. That's what you have. You know what? What a stupid name. You don't even, I don't even care anything about his powers or like what Darkseid's character is. I just stop at the name. And maybe you'd say that you shouldn't judge a book by his cover. But if the cover is absolutely covered in shit, then I don't care what's on the inside. His name is Darkseid spelt Dark S-E-I-D. Dark Seed. Dark Seed. Dark Seed? What is he, a fucking German philosopher? Dark Seed. And then, what planet is he from? Apocalypse. Apocalypse spelt with, like, a K or something. I mean, how stupid is that? Dark Seed from Apocalypse. It's like... 
Marvel has done some dumb shit. But come on, they did not name a character who is a man that is really great, Superman. And a man from the water, Aquaman. And a man who dressed like a bat, Batman. Like, look, they have Spider-Man, they have Iron Man. What are the rest of the Avengers called? Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Black Panther. Like, you have the Flash and Green Lantern. Wonder Woman. By the way, Wonder Woman, what does she have? An invisible fucking jet. You can see her. Even in the cartoon, you can see her in the invisible jet. Remind me again how the DC cartoons are better than Marvel's. It's an invi- She's an Amazonian. She's from Am- the Amazons. Like the ancient Greek tribe of, of uh, warrior women. But she has... Well, first of all, she dresses in an American flag bikini. Second of all, she deflects bullets with her wrist, fucking wrist decor, okay? With her jewelry. Yeah, that's a strong female character. She deflects bullets. Her entire body does not get hit by anything, which, by the way, most of it is skin revealed because she's blocking shit with her wrists, which if you've ever heard of someone who uses their wrists as a shield, please tell me. And then she lassos people with her lasso of truth, which is great for interrogations and nothing else. And then flies in an invisible jet. None of that makes any sense to be put together in a single character. Those are literally things pulled out of a hat and then written onto one sentence. Like character who is from, is, is based off of ancient Greek mythology, has bullet deflecting wrist gauntlets a lasso of truth and an invisible jet it's fucking it's a fucking ad-libbed character makes no sense green lantern can do absolutely anything anything that he can think of so long as he has the will to do it well you know what what's funny about that when you're about to die you probably have the willpower to do just about anything It sounds to me like he's also able to do anything he wants, except beat Superman. Only Batman can do that. That's right. Batman beats Superman, even though Superman is unbeatable. Well, when Batman and Superman fight, Superman is pretty beatable. I never actually finished that thing where I was talking about Superman having his super hearing and it like goes across Metro Metropolis. Well, then like later in the comics, okay, he's like... 18 universes away from earth and they're like superman we need you and he hears it fine it's the exact same thing so if his hearing is that good then can you please explain to me how someone talking actually having a conversation face to face doesn't blow his ears out and look i know there's a thing where superman like repressed his powers because i don't want to be a superhero and it and over the years he's like slowly unlocked them more and more which is why i got more and more powerful but you cannot tell me that after that point after we got into more recent comics when he's got that super hearing he can really just turn it off i find that unlikely but maybe he can okay i'll live with it nothing else makes sense it just everything piles on top of itself just more and more bullshit he like one of his main villains is just lex luther a dude with a lot of money that's all he is every time they fight it must just be like 
And now my new plot to defeat you, Superman. This is more kryptonite. Yeah, he just bought more kryptonite. By the way, Superman's one weakness is kryptonite. It's the shit that his planet is like made out of or whatever. It's like it's radioactive kryptonite or something. Just sounds to me like Superman's allergic to radiation, which aren't we all, right? But seriously, what the radiation reacts with the kryptonite or something and it creates the thing. Are you telling me there was never a Chernobyl on Krypton that like fucked people up? The entire planet would become a death trap. It would be inhabitable. Can you imagine if it was like humans one greatest weakness is radioactive dirt? Radioactive everything will fuck us up. I mean, it's not our one weakness just because we don't like radiation. So Lex Luthor, all he can do against Superman is just like, now it's kryptonite in gun form. Now it's kryptonite in liquid form. Like, it's just different kinds of kryptonite. What does Batman do to beat Superman? More kryptonite. Kryptonite, what? I I only watched the movie or whatever. So he gets, like, kryptonite spears and kryptonite. It's also, by the way, he's got, he's got the kryptonite, like, I guess the only kryptonite that's kind of out there in the open world in the time of this movie. And it's like... Master Wayne, what are you going to do with that? How are you going to defeat the strongest man alive, who's also not a man? You have kryptonite. How are you going to use this to maximize your effectiveness of using it? I'm going to make a spear. That's right, Alfred. I'm going to make a spear tip with kryptonite. Spears. Superman's second greatest weakness. Little known fact. He made a spear with it. And like a gun or something I don't why <laughs> the movie sucks but the characters are flawed to begin with the, Batman beats like everyone if you've ever watched a death battle Batman versus anyone he always wins what's the explanation oh well Batman's a super genius Batman with preparation time can beat anyone wrong Reed Richards is probably smarter than Bruce Wayne. Tony Stark is probably smarter than Bruce Wayne. Hank Pym's probably smarter than Bruce Wayne. Mar the Marvel Universe is full of super geniuses. They're fucking able to solve anything. Iron Man solved time travel. They can do anything that they put their minds to. But you can't beat someone who can literally, f when it's a physical battle... Okay, you're not fucking taking Superman to the spelling bee, all right? He can flick Bruce Wayne and he will die. There is no way to prepare against that unless Batman builds a super bat bunker. You, there's nothing, there's nothing. He's super strong. That's one of his things. Now I get it. In Man of Steel, he's nowhere near as powerful as in the comics. But in the that means the comics are actually more unrealistic than the movies. In the comics, they fought. In the comics, Superman's probably fought every superhero at some point. How? How is it even a fight? You cannot tell me that Bruce Wayne can legitimately super brain himself a armor, a bat armor that is not going to be like Superman comes up to it freeze breaths it and then just like taps it with his fist and it gets exploded you cannot tell me that that would not happen what is batman going to do he's faster than him he's stronger than him he's more super than him he's powered by the sun all he has to do is fly to the sun in like half a second and back and then he can he's basically an atomic bomb he could destroy the entire world sooner than he would defeat batman because batman is apparently invulnerable Batman is possibly a worse and more overpowered character than Superman, which is wrong. Superman was written to be overpowered. Batman is just 
fucked up. Batman and Superman are terrible characters, and the fact that they are the flagship characters of the DC Universe says a lot right there, right off the bat. Wonder Woman is just stupid. Green Lantern, I don't even know what's the deal with him. Since his movie flopped, they really are trying to pretend like he doesn't exist. I don't, honestly, personally don't understand why Aquaman's the one that gets all the hate. He's the only one with, like, a realistic, believable set of superpowers. He should be on the on the justice league and like a bunch of other people at his level him and cyborg and like the rest of young justice and the teen titans they at least are believable because they're at human levels of power well not human they're superhuman but like they're they're not at levels where they could just destroy the universe in the snap of their fingers which is basically everyone else on the justice league for some reason even batman aquaman I still don't know what Aquaman does. I watched the movie and it's like, okay, he's a dude who can communicate with fish and he can breathe underwater. Like once he's out of the water, does he have any superpowers? He's not like Percy Jackson. He can't control water, I don't think. He's just a mermaid man in real life. So it doesn't really make any sense, but like at least he'd probably put up a pretty good fight against Taskmaster. Oh, I can use this trident really well. Well, I can use this sword and shield really well. Well, then it will be an even fight. Him versus anyone else in the Justice League. Why would they be on the same team? That's literally what I was saying. It's like Black Widow and the Avengers are a big gap. But that would be like... That would literally just be like iron fist okay or like you know any of the netflix defenders any of the defenders you know fucking okay let's just take let's just take jessica jones i don't even know what she does like i'm good at martial arts i'm a really great detective we're gonna put you on a superhero team with dr strange and the silver surfer why why am i even here can aquaman really fight dark side or, like, whatever the fuck, Doomageddon, whatever that guy's name is. Any of those people? It doesn't make sense, and it's not interesting. I don't know how people read any comics with, like, any Justice League comics. Because Batman comics, Batman is Batman-powered, and he fights characters that are suited to fight Batman. Characters like the Joker who attack him psychologically, characters like Bane who attack him physically. He has to outsmart them every time, and that's how he gets the upper hand. Superman fights equally stupidly overpowered characters. They might as well just blow up the Earth constantly in Superman comics for all that it matters. He fights Superman-leveled powered villains. When Batman and Superman and a handful of the other jerk-offs get together... Who are they going to fight? What does it matter? None of their power levels are in any way matched. If you had one of those if you had one of those super stand power level reader things, if you tried to look at the Justice League as a group, it would just break. It would just go whoop up all the way down. Whoop whoop whoop. You blow up. There's no point. It doesn't make any sense. DC Comics make almost less sense than their movies. And their villains are stupid. Green Lantern fights Yellow Lantern 
and a bunch of other fucking rainbow colors of lantern. Batman basically fights Spider-Man's troop of villains. They're actually different and interesting. That said, he still fights characters like if you've watched the Lego Batman movie, every single one of those villains is real. He fights a character called Man-Bat. It's a man who tries to make himself Batman by turning himself part bat. Does he actually think that Batman is part bat? Is he really that stupid? He fights characters like Condiment King and Zodiac Man, and and those are real. And Nar or not Narwhal, fucking Killer Whale or something, Orca. Those are all real characters. Those are real Batman villains. Batman's villains are stupid. DC's villains are stupid. There's a character called Gorilla Grodd. He's a really smart gorilla. That's it. That's all he is. That's stupid. DC makes very little sense, and it's just not interesting to read, because every character is either stupidly powerful or stupidly weak. None of that's interesting to read about. Marvel comics are interesting, and their characters are interesting. Their characters' names often have thought put into them, or if not, they're purposely made to be ridiculous as a joke that works. For example, Deadpool. Deadpool's a character who's supposed to be funny because of how stupidly overpowered he is, because he's completely impossible to kill. He once killed the entire Marvel cinema, uh, the Marvel Universe. Even with that, he's not overpowered. Having enough damage being dealt to, if you, I believe, just shoot him in the head, simply, he loses all his memories. And that severely nerfs his abilities. Wolverine is the same. If he's He can't be killed, but he can be stopped. They pit him against Magneto, which is basically the worst thing for him. But then there's the rest of the X-Men that help out. Wolverine and Deadpool can have an excellent one-on-one -on -one fight with another superhero. Even someone like Taskmaster, who's really not all that super. Because their superpower is just not dying, which means that they're never going to lose. But it might take them a really long time to win. Characters like Howard the Duck and Squirrel Girl are really stupid and dumb. But Marvel knows that, and they make it funny. And so it is funny. DC does not know how stupid and dumb it is sometimes. It thinks it's very serious. But it's not. It's also pretty stupid and dumb. So that's what I was trying to say about DC. I think I had a few more things about their characters and some of the other ones that are really dumb. But that's fine. I guess I can save it for another day. Regardless, that's... Yeah. Oh, well, alright. I might as well do it. So there's another character uh, that DC has. It's a superhero. His name is... Well, it used to be Captain Marvel, and now it's just Shazam because of legal reasons. Now I won't get into the legal battle between that. I don't know if Marvel really should have won that uh, lawsuit or if DC because they came up with it first. It doesn't really matter to me what he's called. He's also possibly one of the dumbest characters that DC has. If you don't know, which I didn't for a very long time until I watched the death battle, I already knew what I knew about Shazam before then was he's a kid and then he yells Shazam and he becomes an adult superhero. 
So first of all, this is already like taking the whole Spider-Man question, morality question, and taking it to the extreme. Like putting a 15-year-old kid on a superhero team of adults who are constantly having their lives put at risk, is that morally responsible or not? After all, he's a minor. He can't make these decisions himself, but Aunt May sure as hell isn't signing any permission slips. That said, Shazam is like eight or something. He's like a 12-year-old boy. And when he says Shazam, he becomes a full-ass adult. He could be out doing any adult things. He probably drinks alcohol when he's Shazam. And he's just on the superhero Justice League team. Like, whatever. And he's really strong. He can take care of himself. That's fine. But here's... but Well, first of all, that's already dumb. Shazam keeps his child mind when he becomes an adult. Or when he becomes, you know, Shazam. They've made that clear. And yet they still expect us to believe that Shazam could act anywhere near like an adult when he is Shazam. He actually goes and he fights like an adult. Like he fights supervillains. He has conversations with the Justice League and does things with them. Are you kidding me? Whenever they're not in the middle of a battle, Shazam would be in kid form sitting in the hallway on timeout, okay? Or like playing with Robin or something. By the way, Robin, also a minor that Batman has roped in several times and gotten killed for his shit. Which, by the way, other issue with Batman, I guess I'll come back to it later. Back to Shazam. It's our, I already thought it was dumb that they just had this little boy who was a superhero for some reason. It's like it was an interesting premise, but then someone while writing character just said, Alright, let's stop. We gotta make this character kind of a joke, or at the very least, a minor character, so that we don't get ourselves into too much writing trouble with having a kid who's a superhero. But instead of stopping and thinking that, they were like, let's go ahead and make this not only a kid superhero, but also one of the strongest superheroes, and put him on the fucking superhero team. So they made that decision, and that was the wrong decision. Um... And they did write themselves into issues. And so here's one of the things. I've more recently found out that Shazam, more about Shazam's power set. First of all, did you know that Shazam is an acronym? That's right. It's not just a stupid thing the boy says. They actually retconned it so that now it's a stupid thing that he says that has a bunch more stupid words mixed in there. The S stands for Solomon. The H stands for Hercules. The A, one of the A's stands for fucking Apollo or something. The M stands for Mercury. The Z stands for Zeus. The other A stands for... Fuck if I know. Basically, first of all, they just mash together Roman and Greek mythology and names like like nobody's business. Mercury and Zeus and Hercules all together. Why? Well, because they had to make it fit with the acronym. I guess Shazach didn't really have the same ring to it. That would be if they used Hermes instead of Mercury. And so what do these names mean in this acronym? Well, Shazam's powers come from each of these people, right? All right, that's believable. Wonder Woman is an Amazonian, so we know that these mythological worlds do exist. Same thing with uh, Marvel and their Norse. They have Thor. So Solomon... Who's Solomon to start with? He's some smart guy. So Shazam has the wisdom of Solomon. Hercules, you all know. I guess he's really strong or something. He has the strength of Hercules. 
or the will or something or other of Hercules. He has the speed of Mercury. Hermes is the messenger god. That makes sense. He has the lightning of Zeus. Okay. I I was going to give them a pass and say, you know, the Shazam lightning thing is just, uh, it's just a coincidence that it's very reminiscent of the fact that Zeus is the god. No, it's the lightning of Zeus. It would be kind of like... It would be kind of like if in Avatar The Last Airbender, when they were discussing the four elements, you know, they were like, here's our five elements in Avatar. Water, air, earth, fire, and lasers. That's kind of how Shazam was written. It's like, his abilities are going to be all these virtues of man. Wisdom, strength, speed, oh, and also lightning. You know, all the things, all the natural human physical attributes to their max. He's going to be the fastest man, the smartest man, the strongest man, and also the most lightning. Just your usual human attributes. I don't remember what the other things are, and frankly, I don't care. But that's all that's really important at the moment, because let's talk about what that means. So one of his things is strength or like bravery or something. That's kind of Superman's thing. All right, well, we got a new, another super strong guy. That's fine. Almost every Marvel superhero has some kind of enhanced strength. I can live with that. He's also got the speed of Mercury, which means he's really, really fast. He also flies, by the way, so he can fly really, really fast. Do you know who else can fly really, really fast in spandex with a logo on their chest? Superman. That's interesting. I don't think he has the hearing of Hercules, so he doesn't have the super hearing thing or laser eyes, but he does shoot lightning. He's also got, um, he doesn't have the frost breath of Frozone, so I guess that's not a thing. He does, however, have the wisdom of Solomon. What does that mean? Well, there is an actual, a real comic panel that they pulled up in the death battle when they were discussing Shazam and his powers and whatever. There's a real panel where he's having a conversation with Superman about whatever fuckhead they're fighting. And he, and Superman asks him, how do you know that? And he says, I just know things. So that's canonically his ability. He freaking knows things, all right? He's got wisdom up in his brain. So I guess that's kind of part of the explanation for why he's able to act like a mature adult once he shazams. He's a kid normally, and then he becomes shazam, and he suddenly knows everything. Now, here's another issue where we really got to know what the limits of this are. How much exactly is everything, or is it everything? I don't know. Again, maybe if I read the comics, I, it would make a little more sense. But what it seems like to me is he knows whatever the plot needs him to. To be fair, Spider-Man often has the same issue with his spider sense. He can detect bad things before they happen, but only when the plot needs him to. Still, there's a big difference between having really good reflexes and literally knowing anything that, that thematically you need to. New villain? I know how to beat them. So why are they a problem? Oh, this guy turns out to actually be evil. I already knew that. Then why why was it a twist if you already knew? There's a real issue with characters being omniscient, and that's why it never happens. But DC decided, fuck you guys. We can do whatever we want. So they did. So he's fast and strong and flies basically a Superman ripoff, which the world doesn't need Superman ripoffs, except... He's not solar-powered. He's actually runs on a diesel engine. So he's really just 
environmentally unfriendly Superman, but he also knows everything. So although he can't hear the generically victimized woman screaming across Metropolis, he knows it. He's just not going to do anything about it because that's Superman's job. What I'm saying is Shazam is really stupid as well. And I haven't watched the Shazam movie all the way through. I watched a little bit of it on a flight. It was one of those stupid in-flight entertainment systems where they just play whatever fucking movie they want and you got to tune in and watch it from where they are playing it instead of actually being able to select it yourself. So I watched some of the beginning and I watched some of the ending. The beginning is essentially everything that you see in the trailer for it because I actually watched the trailer for that. And the ending is just whatever. The villain he fights is some guy who has an eye. All right, it's a blue eye and monsters come out of it and fight for him. And that's it. And that makes no sense. And so one thing I can say is at least it's not just a Shazam color change. Other than that, I don't understand why it would be a good villain whatsoever. Why would you write a villain where their whole spiel is they're kind of weak. They have all these demons in them that makes them really strong. And they can let the demons out and they fight. Are the demons like Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse shit? I guess they're probably something like that. Like, oh, this represents fear. This represents jealousy, anger, hate, whatever. I don't know. I don't know the whole deal with it. They look stupid. Okay, back to why the DCEU sucks. They just look like Muppets, honestly. Non-threatening, dumb, Scooby-Doo villain puppets. But even in the comics, this makes no sense. He's just a man with a bunch of monsters that helps fight for him. He stole the vultures like fashion sense. Just a bald guy with fur-lined coat. He doesn't look cool. He doesn't seem cool. There's nothing good about him. And she's supposed to fight Shazam, who I don't think this is the case in the movies, but supposedly should know everything he needs to know. In fact, there's a moment at the end of the movie where they realize once he lets all those demons out, he becomes weakened. He loses the powers that they give him or whatever. Oh, that's convenient. Why didn't he already know this? He's supposed to have the wisdom of whoever the hell Solomon is. So why is this an issue for him? Well, because the movie recognized that it's a stupid character from the get-go and we have to nerf him. So, Shazam is stupid and DC thinks otherwise. Now, back to what I was saying about why... Uh, another character was dumb. And I don't remember who. Do you remember who I was going to come back to? There was another character that I had an issue with. Well... Well... I can't remember it, so that's alright. You know, I really didn't think today was going to be the entire conversation on superheroes, but, you know, I'm fine with it. I've, I've been wanting to say that for several weeks about why DC sucks. Um, honestly, that's that's really all I have, and that's all there is to it. Uh, I could go on, but we've had a good time mark here. Um, something I did want to plug real quick at the end uh something that <coughs> we really see, recently did in our la class is a, a little project on shakespeare's julius caesar and the assignment was to uh you take several lines from the play but we can paraphrase them into any way that we want and turn them into modern english and work them into a performance of some kind that doesn't have to have anything to do with julius caesar 
So what my group and I decided to do was, well, we recreated the scene of Caesar's assassination in the style of an anime fight scene, uh, specifically modeled after a JoJo fight scene. If you don't know, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is an anime that's very popular recently. Performance was hilarious, and it was very good. And I'm really happy with how it turned out. Um, it wasn't perfect, because as with everything, it was Aiden's fault. We gave him the simplest of jobs. We told Aiden that all he had to do, because we're sure he's a terrible actor and a terrible fighter, and is way too white to learn any Japanese phrases, all he had to do was narrate the intro, which he did fine, because it was a script that was sitting right in front of him, and then just run the music in the slideshow. Slideshow to go with it with subtitles and such. All he had to do was hit spacebar on one keyboard and spacebar on another keyboard. One to start and stop the music and one to make the slides go forward one. That's all he had to do. How he managed to mess it up is far beyond me. In fact, he wasn't even able to make it to today's recording, which means that his attendance rate has now dropped down to something like 40%. Whereas before he had the astounding and also passing grade of half of the time showing up. So Sean's here again today. Thanks, Sean, for being actually reliable. Also, as I was saying, Aiden fucked us over for a presentation. Now, I'm sure the presentation still did fine overall, marks-wise, I'm not worried. But I wanted to record the thing and put it up on my YouTube channel. And I am going to do that, but not before we fix all the heinous mistakes of Ballard. So, coming very soon, we're going to be recording, re-recording our performance in the same room with all our same setup. Um, I guess I'll have to release it after this video comes out, otherwise it won't make sense. I'm going to be putting it on this same channel because this podcast is not the only thing I'm going to do on here. So please check it out, and I hope you enjoy it. Whether you like or know about anime or not, I think you'll find it quite amusing. And everyone understands a couple of the Japanese phrases at this point. So, we're going to re-record that. Aiden hopefully won't fuck it up. And actually, I have been meaning to ask, Sean, you're in photography, right? Yep. We were wondering if you could come and do the filming for us, since honestly, from the get-go, there was already an issue with the kid we had filming it was not do did not do a great job when do you want me to film it we're thinking monday at lunch if not just sometime next week during a lunch period we'll okay. tell you you don't have to prepare anything other than a cam like your phone camera will be fine um and all you have to do is just show up to that one lunch period and then it'll be done and over with yep all right thanks sean but otherwise yeah hopefully that's going to come out at some point i think it's going to be really funny and really great so please Try and go over and check that out. It should come out. I'll try and time it so that it comes out basically at the same time as this. And also, if, you know, you're new to this whole deal, <coughs> try and, like, consider, you know, subscribing and shit. I know that's always annoying as hell when people put at the end of their YouTube videos, don't forget to like and subscribe and jack off and come on our comment section. I don't really care. But, like... We put in a lot of effort into this thing. Me and Sean, I mean. Not Aiden. He doesn't try at all. So I don't give a shit about Aiden, but try and support the two of us. 
the main thing is if you act for the people who actually enjoy this and first of all what kind of a sick fuck are you but if you do like it like do remember to subscribe because i know a lot of people that actually enjoy this podcast and then just can never find it again because let's face it believe it or not we're not that big of a deal and also remember that if you just search up the title of the podcast ain't that a bitch you're almost definitely not going to get the podcast so please try and remember that the channel is called nimji entertainment that is n-i-m-j-i entertainment and so i know it's our fault for choosing a fucking retarded name that no one can spell but you'll have to excuse us and just try and remember. And since you will probably forget anyways, you might as well subscribe to keep that remembered, you know? You really don't have to ring the fucking stupid notification bell because we try and release every week. Although maybe you will have to because thanks to Aiden and sometimes Sean's mistakes, they never come out on time. But you know, we try our best. So thanks guys, and ain't that a bitch.